Machine. My name is Aaron. And my name is Patricia. Hey Patricia, how you doing? We're gonna do a show today about trolls and we're gonna sing the entire thing. No, we're not. No, no, we're definitely not. And so, uh, yeah, so um, are you ready to get trolled? I'm or- I've been trolled throughout this entire time, so for me to get more trolled, whatever, sure. Yeah, let's get on with it. So Trolls is a 2016 American computer animated uh, romantic musical fantasy comedy film uh, with the Trolls dolls created by Thomas Dam. Uh, the film was directed by uh, Mike Mitchell and co-directed by Walt uh, Duan, uh, written by Jonathan Abel and uh, Glenn Berger and based on the story of by Erica Reginova. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's, um, I mean, they say that, you know, it's just starting off with this story. Like, uh, I mean, you can definitely tell, you know, from all the promotion and everything that, I mean, let me say, say, say this, this movie was heavily promoted when... Uh, oh, yeah, when they, 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 <laughs> yes, they, it was. Like, yeah, yeah, like, uh, there was, you know, you turn on the TV and uh, there was um, adverts on that. You go on YouTube and there was adverts for it on uh, YouTube. You go on, uh, you, they, on the radio, they, they, they literally threw a massive advertising campaign behind this. And, uh, you know, you would think that uh, the fact that Justin Timberlake is once again getting a starring role in this, you would have thought that that would just been enough to bank on. You would have thought. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, you know, Justin Timberlake hasn't been in a DreamWorks film since Shrek the Third as uh, Arthur. And, you know, you had also a lot of people, too, like you had Anna Kendrick, who was just starting to get popular with... Um, the, uh, the the Twilight movies, as well as the um, the, the the trilogy, the classic um, acapella trilogy, um, known as uh, what was it called? Um, I can't remember. Was it? Yeah, I, I can't remember what it's called either. But uh, Pitch Perfect—that's what it was called. Pitch Perfect. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, um, so she was also known for Pitch Perfect as well. And you know, we also had Gwen Stefani, Russell Brand, Zoe Deschanel. So yeah, we had like a all-star cast in this movie. And I guess we cannot talk about trolls without talking about two films that came out a few years prior: the Lego Movie and Strange Magic. Now, the Lego Movie was the big unexpected hit the movie that everybody pretty much just dismissed because oh it's a movie about toys uh more specifically about legos this is never going to work out but as i mentioned many times before about the geniuses that um you know that are the the people behind this movie uh you know the, the same people who were involved with claudia with a chance of meatballs 21 jump street and the oscar-winning film spider-man enter the spider-verse they know how to take a concept that sounds like the most stupidest idea ever and turn it into gold and th- they did that with the lego movie nobody expected this movie to be a hit and it was and ever since then every single animated film tried to cash in on the popularity of the lego movie in which hey let's have a movie that is based on toys and have a whole bunch of songs and pop culture references yeah then when, we you, have... when you say that it kind of kicked off like this, um, you know, the kind of this subgenre of like uh, um, animated comedy musicals, like, uh, like it kind of felt like you know every film now needs to be like the kind of this hit musical number. Like uh, we oh, at one point, you know, during Dream Machine, I mistakenly thought that uh, somewhere down the line we we're going to be uh, reviewing the Lorax, which I forgot was an Illumination Studios film. And yeah, uh, yeah so um, I mean, you can tell you know, even the Lorax and a few other movies tried to cash in on this idea of the Lego Movie of being just like yeah. this massive musical spectacular, like you know back in the day. You know, and uh, don't get me wrong. You know, like uh, there, there have been some really great musical spectaculars. You know, in in in, in you know, but that was like you know back before you know back in that time when you know that was the norm. You know, back in that time, you, know, you had the uh, the yeah, like West Side Story 
or like uh, you know some of the some of the other great ones that uh, that, that we know and, and love. You know, maybe the Wizard of Oz could even be counted as that one as well. Like uh, that had a sure. wonder, you know, the, 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 the very original ones. I think that everyone seems to remember, but. You know, then all of a sudden the Lego movie happened, which, uh, you know, gave us a big surprise. And then every single, like, even Mamma Mia, you know, which it obviously was, you know, that was at its core, you know, because obviously it was based off the ABBA albums, you know, that... Uh, the, the, and, and, and the Broadway musical. And, and the Broadway musical as well. You know, so, you know, um, but the Lego movie kicked all this off, pretty much. And yeah, uh, for what, sure. what we're talking about today is, once again, another... Uh, um, you know, another cast off of that, you know, another yeah, uh, and, you know, reaction to second, it. Oh, yeah, for sure. And the second movie I was going to bring up was Strange Magic. Now, Strange Magic, for those who don't remember, and I don't blame you if you don't remember, was this, this was George uh, Lucas's first film that he ever was involved in after he sold off Star Wars to Disney. He decided that he wanted to do very similar to uh, how Star Wars attracted to boys. He wanted to make a movie that was attracted to girls, more specifically his daughter. So Strange Magic was a jukebox musical about these warring fairies and creatures. And they basically just sang a whole bunch of songs that you would hear on the radio. And that came out a year prior to Trolls. But that movie didn't turn out as well as they thought it was. And it became pretty much like a box office failure. And even still to this day, nobody seems to remember it other than just, you know, using it as a punchline for George Lucas saying, oh, you know, the only thing he could do is Star Wars that makes him successful. But that also came out in the coattails of, hey, you know, the Lego movie did very well. Let's see if we could try to cash in on the popularity. And, you know, we would have Sing, the Emoji movie, and a whole bunch of others. So even still to this day, um, you know, we're still, you know, with the the whole coattails of the Lego movie with, you know, they even have like the sequels to the Lego movie, like the Lego Batman movie, the Lego Ninjago movie, and the second Lego movie that just came out recently. Yeah. So, I mean, even before all this, I mean, obviously there was the Troll Dolls. I mean, yes. uh, you know, way, way, way that, back that in the day. Funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I guess maybe this was an op- maybe this was an opportunity to try and kick back off that fad. That happened, and you know, like troll dolls. I mean, for me, they were there. I mean, obviously, me and my siblings, we all had troll dolls, pretty much. You know, like it, it was a thing that uh, that that was there, and because uh, you know the, the fluffy hair and like you know the the face and you know the uh, the the plastic things and that you can like you know uh, comp- customize them and things like that. You know, there there was uh, there was a lot of possibilities of the troll dolls. So they were they were there wedged in between you know uh, Mighty Max and Polly Pocket, pretty much. And uh, so like yeah. they, they they were there. But you know, in regards to but here's the thing, like they they were there, but they died out pretty quickly. Uh, kind of the same way that Pogs died out pretty quickly. You know, like yeah, uh, and, and 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 also there was like a lot of toys that you know try to cash in on the popularity of hey they look really cute like I remember Furbies being a huge thing and um you know like you were saying before Polly Pocket and um, there was Mighty Max and there was just all these like little fluffy animals that try to look really cute but in reality they're just there to sell toys or to promote some sort of big cartoon so yeah trolls kind of died out pretty quickly when we had other toys and other merchandise to kind of keep us going but yeah i I remember i remember back in the day when they did the super trolls uh pilot and uh, they put it onto they put it on there to onto tv and to see if it would actually catch an audience and it didn't and uh, it was such a it was such a daft uh project basically it was basically a superhero team of trolls 
That's basically all it was. And so that, that was a cartoon that existed back in the day. I've not seen it since, but, uh, you know, I just remember watching it as a child and I just thought, this is, this is, bull- this is shit. Why on earth would you put this on television? So, uh, uh, yeah. yeah, that's, it's, it's ridiculous. So, yeah, um, as, uh, okay, so I want to do a bit of a correction from the last um, episode of Dream Machine. So even though around this time, it was true that Jeffrey Katzenberg did leave uh, DreamWorks to pursue in other things because of the huge uh, disappointments of the previous movies that came out, with the exception of How to Train Your Dragon 2, and that the distribution of um, all the DreamWorks films was moved over from 20th Century Fox to Universal, um, this was a film that was distributed by uh, 20th Century Fox before they would go over. So it wasn't How to Train Your Dragon, um, it wasn't the um, the previous movie we talked about, I'm sorry, that was the last one that was distributed by 20th Century Fox. There were a few more right before it made that big jump. Yeah. So, um, going into the story, I mean, I mean, good grief, like, this, this feels so borrowed from all other movies. Don't, it don't feels you, it feels similar to the Smurfs movie. Oh, it, I don't it, know just, why. it just feels it, cut and shot. I mean, like I feel like it's borrowing elements of Inside Out. It's borrowing elements of High School Musical. It's borrowing ele- it, it borrows from Cinderella. I mean, let's not let's not let's not kid ourselves here. It borrows from Cinderella. You yeah. Know, in, in this movie, and uh, I just feel like it's just there's just so many other elements that there's no originality to this movie when you really no. think about it. No, it doesn't. And, the, and, I, and I know why. It's like, you know, the people behind this movie were thinking, oh, you know, it's a movie about these toys. We can't really push it far. We're just going to basically try to have a whole bunch of songs. We're going to have the songs be the main star of the, of the movie. You don't have to worry about things like plot. But, I mean, I understand that with musicals, a lot of people have issues with musicals because it's like, oh, I don't like musicals because it's singing every five minutes and there's no story that connects with it. But a good musical, if you can be able to pull it off, does have memorable songs that actually connects to the story. Like, uh, some of the the, best... Even the songs aren't even all that original when you really think about it. There's probably like maybe, maybe one original song in that whole movie. Yeah, I think, uh, can't stop the feeling. That's the original song that's in this movie. No, that's um, no. The can't stop the feeling was from uh, what you call it. Uh, not the can't oh, stop the feeling right. movie. Yeah, the the uh, oh, the, no, the, no, right. the one I'm where she's the ones where she's singing about how no one can stop her, and then finally oh, she gets stopped. One. Yeah, yeah okay, that yeah. that that one. Yeah, so uh, can't stop the feeling is actually a borrowed song. The gorilla. There's also music from the gorillas. There's music from uh, uh, Ju- oh Junior Senior. The fact that they butchered Junior Senior. Like, uh, oh my goodness, like, that that just, uh, that is my, if they ever do covers, like, if anyone ever does any covers and they're, uh, like, particularly terrible and not, don't show up to, like, you know, uh, you know, uh, to Junior Senior of any other ones, I'll definitely tell you this, I'll keep reminding everybody, look, the Trolls did this cover and it was terrible, you know, mm-hmm. it was just so, yeah, it was, uh, so for me, like, uh, there's no original material i think in this in this movie and uh at least, at least with the lego movie at least you know uh you know um everything is awesome at least it was an original song and, yeah it was it was an original song yeah at least at least with other movies at least with other movies that uh you know um have toy aspects in them like uh at least they had somewhat of originality your toy story even had originality even though it used you know mattel and uh you know uh play school products you know, like, mm-hmm. I mean, if you think about it, like, uh, you know, the fact that uh, there are other ideas out there that trolls could have borrowed from, and instead it borrowed probably, like, from, the, like, the worst common denominator. 
I think, uh, from this. And so, like, uh, yeah. in, in regards to, like, so the story basically is that uh, there's these little trolls that, uh, and they're basically subservient to the Bergens who get eaten every year, you know, once a year. And so they're sick inside of it now. And so they, uh, they make their escape. And uh, they, they throw in a little, you know, nod to the original 1980s trolls by uh, obviously putting little figures in there. So uh, there, there, was, <laughs> there was that nod there, and uh, which was, I guess, somewhat amusing. And then, yeah. so, the king gets them all out. And then they, they're they out there, and uh, they're having, like, these huge parties and things like that. And, uh, you know, the, but then there was one, um, there's one troll called Brand who warns them that, Branch warns them that they shouldn't be doing that, and that's so they're going to be drawing attention to themselves, and eventually they're going to get found. And so they have this big party anyway, draw attention to themselves, and eventually they're going to be found. And but even then, you know, um, I mean, we'll get into the characters in a bit, but uh, for me, like, it just feels a bit, I don't know, it, it just doesn't feel like my kind of movie, when you really think about it. Like, it's so, it's so bright and it's so colourful, it's just so sickly when, when, you, when mm-hmm. you look at it. it. It just leaves a big, big, big bad taste in your mouth when you have, like, just massive amounts of sweetness. Like, you know, it's like yeah, a, and you have to have a balance with it too, because if you have something that is too dark and grim, then it can put a somber mood on you. It, it won't make you feel good watching it. But if you have a movie that's too bright and colorful and just so happy and giggly, like if you're in a My Little Pony cartoon, I'm talking about the original, not the Friendship is Magic. If you're if you feel like it's that, then yeah, it's gonna make you feel like it's just pandering to you in the worst way. There has to be a nice balance, and and, and if you are gonna do that and try to make it fit within well, the story. The, the troll clan should have uh, looked like it was somewhat balanced. And, like, it should have made it look like, you know, hey, Branch maybe has to uh, learn that. Uh, maybe he can't just be miserable all the time and he has to, you know, he, he, has to, he has to lighten up sometimes. You know, I would appreciate it if this was a, if this was a story partly about a uh, co-protagonist who is overcoming his flaws, if you will, because mm-hmm. he's been haunted by something in his past. You know, like, you know, I guess you could say, you know, Batman went down that story arc. You know, he, he was a great, uh, you know, uh, uh, version of that. But, uh, I mean, Branch in this, like, he, you can kind of, you end up not really um, finding his flaws. You end up kind of sympathizing with his flaws a little bit, really, when you think about it. And, yeah, I, I get there's the emotional thing with his grandmother and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, I, I just feel like... Um, you know, there's no reason for him to somewhat change because what he's up against in regards to uh, characters like Poppy and uh, who are trying to, you know, make his character evolve, they're not really that that inspirational. You know, yeah, to, to get and, 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 and I feel like I I know that this is supposed to be cashing in on the popularity of the Lego Movie, but what made the Lego Movie work so well is that. Yes, on the surface, it does look like it's about these toys, but there was a huge story that was around it, and there was this great life lesson about, I'm, I'm sorry if I'm going to spoil the plot twist, so just, you know, bear with me. But the plot twist was that the Lego movie, um, you know, the setting of the Lego movie was actually built by a father, uh, like a, a human guy, where, the, you know, the, we see him building these um, this huge city, and he doesn't want anybody to touch it. And so uh, when he sees his son interacting with it, and then he starts, you know, building up this relationship with his dad. And then there was the other story about, you know, fulfilling your destiny and all that stuff. So there was like an underlying story, you know, under the surface of all these toys. But it seems like they're just focusing on the toy aspect and they're focusing on the music aspect. And then the plot is completely last and character development. um, 
Yeah. Well, the, in regards to the story, I mean, putting, putting, yeah, I mean, the thing with the Lego Movie is, it's like it's a way out of this. You know, the Lego Movie is way out of the way, way above leagues of of trolls, pretty much. You know, you got, you got the problem with trolls is, is that uh, I mean, it's okay to have like a simple story. I mean, I'm not saying that it should go out all complex. You know, kind of the same way that the Lego Movie did. The Lego Movie was an astounding surprise. We've got to keep this in mind, you know, everyone. But, uh, I mean, the way that they should have told the story between Poppy and Branch, they should have at least... It just feels like, you know, Poppy is, like, way up too high and Branch is way, way too low. And this kind of feels like there's just no way for them to kind of, like... I'm really surprised they still end up as kind of, like, you know, friends in, or, like, you know, colleagues in this movie or just kind of, like, acquaintances in this. Like, I, I could have seen easily them just, you know, one going off the other way, and uh, you know, I, I guess that's one plus, I guess, for this movie. At least they didn't do the whole thing of, like, you know, oh, Branch and Poppy have a fallout, and they're all gonna get sad, and then eventually, you know, Branch is gonna realize he should have been such a dick to Poppy, and then he's gonna go back. I, I mean, I'm really glad they didn't do that thing. You know, at least that's one positive we can say out of this movie. They didn't do that. They're kind of like a together unit throughout this whole endeavor. But, I mean, if they were gonna tell the story of Poppy and Branch between, the same way that they told the story between, uh, I forgot the two name of the characters already of the of the Lego movie, but the two protagonists of the uh, of the Lego movie, they were, if they were going to do that, uh, they should have just done that, but just in reverse, where, you know, it's, um, you know, um, Bobby, you know, sympathizing with Branch on a level, but saying he, he can't be miserable all the time, and somewhere down the line, he's going to have to, uh, you know, um, you know, brighten up a little bit, and, uh, you know, uh, go, go in that direction. Like, uh, I mean, dare I say maybe Inside Out probably told... Yeah, Inside Out definitely told this. You know, actually, that's a good example. It's Inside Out uh, from Disney Pixar. They told this story way better than Trolls did. You know, between oh, yeah, uh, Sadders sure, and, because... and, Sadders and, uh, and Joy. Pretty yeah, much. for sure. Because, you know, both of them were like the complete opposites towards one another. And, and you know, it was like one over the other. There was like no balance. But at the same time, they were able to compensate for that with the sense of, you know, Joy having to feel responsible for controlling Riley and Joy feel, I mean, and sadness feeling completely useless. And then eventually she starts understanding that people do need sadness in their lives so that they can be able to appreciate the happiness that they have. So at first it does seem like it's the complete opposite that, you know, oh, we shouldn't need sadness because sadness ruins everything and joy is the one that brings um, peace to our lives. But no, we do need sadness. And uh, you know what? I, I mean, I, I'm going to go back to Strange Magic again because they did the exact same thing in a sense in which you had this princess who was like, you know, very tough and very like pretty. And then you have this really bad guy who's just bad for the sake. And then they both started falling in love. And I'm, I and the one thing I have to give trolls is that they didn't really try to force in a love interest kind of plot. They, I think just, here's the thing about this. I don't think they even made a decision in the story building process, whether they're actually going to be a couple or not. Like, it mm-hmm. just, uh, I think they just kind of left it, they kind of left it the same way they left uh, it with uh, Flushed Away. Like, you know, you couldn't tell whether the, uh, the they were actually a couple in the end, or anything like that. And, uh, mate, or dare I say, they even left it the same way they kind of left Zootopia. Like, you don't know whether if you think, you know, Hops and, uh, uh, you know, Judy Hops and uh, Nick are actually, you know, a couple or not. Yeah, that is true. That partners. is true for the most part, and I think that um, you know if they did try to force in like a love interest kind of thing, I don't think they pulled it off as well because you know I mean I know that you know the old saying about opposites attract and all that stuff, but there was nothing in this movie that really made me feel like they should be together. Yeah, it just it, to me it sounded like it was just like between two friends, which you know I yeah. guess is kind of re- I guess you maybe you could say it's kind of refreshing. 
I guess you could say, like, uh, wouldn't it be better if, like, instead of, like, having just, you know, a couple that's just going to happen to fall in love, you know, you're going to have a, uh, you're going to have, like, you know, two friends or two siblings who, you know, are just, like, two opposites of one another and, uh, you know, they find friendship in their, you know, in their adventure. You know, yeah, just, no, it's no, similar no. to Finding Nemo. Yeah, like you know, like uh, th- there's couples out there who obviously you obviously ship. I mean, obviously they're, they're set there from the get go. Like uh, you know, uh, uh, what was, um, you know, um, Miraculous Ladybug and uh, Cat Noir, and uh, you know, mm-hmm. Linguini and Colette, and uh, you know, H- Arnold and Helga, and you know, ver- various other ships out there who you know are destined going to be together. These two uh, characters are. A more, I would consider more friends than I would ever consider them a couple. So, uh, yeah, I guess, sure. I guess the, I guess the romance is left to our, uh, you know, our Bergen couple of the scullery maid and the king, you know, and uh, and uh, the the Cinderella story that we get in that, and uh, I, you know, and uh, the storytelling that they tell in regards to like how to find happiness, like so, the, the, so the idea of this idea of that uh, the Bergens find happiness is that they eat the trolls. And that somehow yeah. makes them happy, but they don't really and, show. And I'm actually curious. I mean, like, how in a sense would that make them happy? Is it do when they eat the trolls? Do they get like some sort of high? Like, you know, if you eat something, you get like this huge rush of like fra- fabricated happiness. Is, is I, I can, I can understand why they probably didn't go in that direction because we kind of like look like they're promoting drug use. I guess you could say <laughs> kind of oh, like in Yoshi's yeah. story, in which they need that happy treat so they can stay happy. Maybe. Yeah, I guess I could see that conversation going down. Yeah, it's one of those movies once again where you can actually kind of see what's going on in the boardroom of the store of the story of like the the the, the writers saying, okay, how are we going to put this movie together? But how are we going to keep it as clean as possible, as advertisable as possible? You can kind of see like the, the executive kind of like poking his f- finger and saying, look, we're not going to show them showing what happens when they eat the trolls because that we feel that might actually promote drug use and we want to make sure that one million moms doesn't get offended. Okay, I I can see those conversations happening, you know, and uh, so I mean, um, so I I can see that uh, you know I, the the story that they wanted to tell. I think if this didn't have the corporate filter that I think that we're gonna have, I think we would have a lot of innuendos in this film. I think you yeah, know, yeah, we, yeah, we, for we, sure. we would have, we would have had the drug use. We would have had like uh, the, you know the uh, you know I would even say the uh, the, the toilet humor. Like, oh my goodness, you know the, the, those farting uh, glitter trolls. That are in that. Yeah, like, it, you know, it, that, kind of remi- that. it kind of almost reminds me a bit of uh, like, like uh, the reason why Gar- Smurfs in the first place. In the beginning, believe it or not, he wanted the Smurfs so that he can be able to do alchemy. Like there was something about the Smurfs that can, you know, with their substance, they could be able to turn them into gold. And then later on, he wanted to eat them. And yeah, because in, in different I, in different versions of the Smurfs, and like uh, there was like there was the cartoons, there's the there's the movies interpretation of it, there's the cartoons interpretation of it, and then there's the comic books for interpretation of it. So the, the the Smurfs never really had like a fixed, you know, why did Gargamel want to eat the Smurfs, or why did Gargamel mm-hmm. want the Smurfs, you know? So uh, and uh, so it, it kind of differed the way that uh, that happened. But uh, yeah, in, in regards to the trolls, like uh, why the, eating the trolls makes them happy is never explained and never shown. And so it's just kind of left there for like kind of like mystery purposes. And so who knows? Like uh, I mean, it's uh, if they decide to do a se- oh oh my, actually I just look what they read this line here. They are deciding to do a sequel. Uh, which yes, be, they are. Yeah. So maybe this will probably explain more about why they ate the trolls. Maybe maybe the origins of it. I don't know. So. That'd be interesting. And and not and and also you know once again we need to bring this up. Just like pretty much every single DreamWorks film. Uh, eventually, they would have an animated series, and Trolls does, in fact, have an animated series. Okay. Well, I really hope we have to watch the animated series to actually understand what happens in this movie. If we do, if we ever decide to do Dream Machine for this episode, 
So sorry for yeah. this next movie, but anyway, guys, sticking with this movie. Um, so um, your thoughts on the Bergens? Uh, because we actually had to proper talk about them yet, really. So. Um, I mean, I, I, I mean, I guess. So I, I don't really have much to say about the Bergens in terms of, oh, they're just evil and such like that. But, um, I don't know. I, I just, I just find it to be like, okay, whatever. I don't, I didn't really care. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, to me, they're just kind of like, um, you know, our generic villains, I guess you could yeah. say. It's all they are not villains. I mean, obviously the chef, you know, villain is the villain of this movie. And so then, uh, Creek ends up being kind of like, you know, the, uh, the, the Russell Brand ends up being kind of like the turn the turncoat, if you will, ends up being kind of one of the villains as well. And uh, so for me, um, you know, these guys are just um, they're just a bunch of trolls. I mean, no, no, sorry, just a bunch of um, not not a bunch of trolls. Sorry, they uh, it, it's kind of weird because it's like you know you have kind of like troll like looking creatures called Bergens, and then you have like the troll you have the uh, the cute cuddly things that actually actually called the trolls, which is kind of like mm-hmm. you know yeah it's a uh, it's, uh, I get it's a different world, but yeah, it just kind of, it kind of, that just kind of, if you ask me, if, if I looked at this movie with clean eyes before watching it, if you ask me which ones were the trolls and which ones were the, were the uh, you know, the, the other things, like, uh, I probably wouldn't be able to tell you which ones were which, you know. Like, yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah. They, they should have looked, like, completely different, like, maybe if you wanted to go into the... Once again, the My Little Pony route in which you have like these differentiations between like these like evil looking creatures versus the ponies in which like they're kind of gray or they're kind of brown and they're, they're scaly and they have warts in them. Then, yeah, maybe that could be a, like a differentiation, okay. but they're both kind of colorful and they're both kind of small and it's... I, I mean, it, you get me wrong. I mean, like in the... Uh, has there ever been, I mean, another like art medium where trolls, where, where there were the Bergens? Like, uh, did they have like an, you know, like in the animated, like any animated series, did they have these people in them? I, I, I don't I, know. I have no idea. I have no idea. I have no idea where these guys have come from. But, so, you know, if like, uh, for me, um, I don't understand why you can't just use humans. Like, uh, and have this, like... Yeah, uh, humans, humans could have been good, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, just have, a, just have a bunch of miserable people. I mean, like, uh, hey, I'm sure there's plenty of places that exist out there, like, either uh, around the world or in the United States. Or, 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 or maybe, better yet, how about if the humans want to collect the trolls so, to have them as, like, collector's items? Like, very similar to how trolls were, like, in the 90s, in which, you know, everybody needed to have, like, a troll because they were super popular, and then the trolls would I'd talk to the humans and be like, you know, we're, we're alive, we have thoughts and feelings too don't capture us you, you know, know you know what you know what patricia you've already just made this film like 50 percent better just by saying <laughs> that like it's just it's uh yeah why can't you go that's at least a better direction to go that like just having like you know have these trolls not like eat them just having like his collectibles and like uh yeah. and so you know and they don't want to be collectibles i get it but i guess one argument for that i guess it would be be sort of similar i mean similar to b movie this like oh I, I don't want there to be like a court case over this for like you know uh, okay, two okay. thirds of the movie so i guess Maybe not going into that, but uh, I mean, um, I mean, normally in the in the in these Dream Machine episodes, we usually go like through first, second, and third acts, you know, and just talk about them, you know, how they all develop. But uh, for us, like, uh, there's, I mean, I guess you could say there's a development between, you know, setting the story, I guess, in the first act, and then, but in the second and third act, it's just kind of just a jumble of like uh you know yeah and, uh, i mean and it, you, have, and it, you have plots and then you have song then you have more plots character development then song and then story then song it's it just like you know th- that it's just basically that remember this is a musical so 
um, you know, plot development, like I said, if yeah, for a good musical, it has to have songs that connect to the story. And, you know, they have to be really good, too. And, uh, you know, uh, but for the most part, you know, there are some original songs in this, but it's also a jukebox musical. Yeah. So you have so very similar to Moulin Rouge. And I know a lot of people don't like Moulin Rouge, but I'm going to bring it up. Moulin Rouge, the, some of the songs that they did choose for that movie did fit within the story. So if you are going to do a jukebox musical, you have to let it fit within the story. Or, if, you know, even for like, um, you know, for... Um, uh, for cases in which you have um, one particular band that you're going to focus the entire songs on, like uh, for that one musical that had only Beatles songs, then you have to make it fit and you have to, and you know, in, in a way it kind of did in which it was like fitting into the setting of the story. It took place in the sixties and yeah, there was like, a lot this, of though, like, um, none of the, none of the songs actually fit. I mean, uh, the, the, the gorillas theme was uh, based on like, you know, the gorillas, like he had nothing to do with Bergen's or, uh, you know, um, the, this, this society of like misfits and things like that. Like, uh, I mean, so the, 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 you know, uh, having, having, the gorillas theme was just uh, you know it just didn't fit for me at all and uh, then like again i've already said my piece on junior senior and then there's uh, um there's just i mean it just seems to be just kind of like these happy upbeat tunes like and they don't really have like any somewhat i mean if you really look at the lyrics they don't really have any kind of like relevance to the story when you really think about no, it no they don't and that really sucks too because you know a lot of people just kind of offhand musical like there's just nothing more than entertainment fodder and but you know a good musical like i said before it can be you know entertaining and it can be captivating and powerful if you make it you know fit within each other and um you know i wish that there would have been a case in which that if they really wanted to go with the lego movie then maybe they should have like one major song that kind of like fit with the entire um you know story like with everything is awesome but if you wanted to have a whole bunch of songs then you know, just try to make it fit and don't just put songs for the sake of putting songs. It's like we've mentioned throughout this entire podcast that they saw the success of the Lego movie and they decide to just make a cash cow without understanding what made the Lego movie so great in the first place. And now, you know, because of that, they're having a franchise on these trolls. Um, they have the animated series like we talked about, and they're going to be doing a sequel. So, yeah, coming next year, we're going to have to talk about the sequel to Trolls, which is going to be exciting. Oh, well, yeah. So, and, and I also I, oh, think that... Oh, go ahead. No, no, it's just... It's, uh, for me, like, uh, I mean, you were already talking about... I mean, th this is how forgettable, I think, you know, the this first movie is probably going to be. The fact that we're already saying, okay, just um, let's... Let's put you know the first movie to bed. Let's well, let's see what you can do. I guess let's see what you can do in the second one. I guess. I mean, like uh, so. I mean, let me just have a look at what uh, what it did. You know, financially. So there's a budget of like 125 million dollars uh, stuck into this movie, and uh, it did receive uh, an Academy Award nomination. You know, for whatever yeah, reason. Did. And uh, so. Um, I, I think that, I think for 2016, was... I think that it was kind of low for animated films i don't think there was like a lot of animated films to choose from i think well i'm gonna say what, what, what was what was the box office i mean like how who actually came out to to watch this like uh, do we have any numbers on trolls on i mean uh, let's see according to what the box office says it said it'd make about uh 300 i think it's like a lot of kids watched it especially you know young kids who oh hang on um, a second i've got it right here 346 million dollars yeah so. Okay. That's exactly what I just said. Okay, sorry, you cut out just then, so I don't know if uh, I don't know what you said, but uh, um, so um, so three hundred forty-six million dollars, 
Like uh, that's that's what he made, and so he made pretty much. But you, I, I'm quite surprised because maybe all the advertising that went into it that must have taken a chunk of the budget. I would have thought. Oh yeah, you know, for sure. Budget, because yeah. like like we like you mentioned before, like this thing every commercials, there were posters, there was billboards. Uh, there, I, I remember even the toys were on sale on, in like Walmart and the toy stores and stuff like that. So yeah, they really wanted to push this movie. And I, I, I can understand why, because as mentioned over the previous episodes of Dream Machine, that with the exception of How to Train Your Dragon 2 and maybe Penguins of Madagascar, that most of the movies were not pulling in as much money. Like the previous years with um, the likes of, you know, Peabody and Sherman and Turbo and such, they were considered to be box office failures, even though that they made back their money. And this was when DreamWorks was at pretty much at their lowest point. And then, you know, with the eventual switch up to Universal with the distribution and Jeffrey Katzenberg leaving, I take it that they were desperate to get like a, you know, something going to keep DreamWorks alive. And so they saw the popularity and success of the Lego movie and they were like, this is their one ticket so they can be able to get themselves back up. So they decided, you know, what toys haven't been taken so we can make movies out of them? Oh, trolls. You know, those were popular in the 90s. Let's see if we can try to generate them for a new generation. Yeah. And so they and decided, it just shows hey. why it just shows why this doesn't work because I mean yeah, I mean there's plenty of uh, intellectual properties out there you could make movies out of I mean uh, we're we're gonna see I mean obviously we're seeing that right now with Sonic the Hedgehog unfortunately not to the greatest degree and also yeah. we're seeing that right now with uh, I mean there's a massive handholding currently going on right now between Nintendo and Illumination Studios at the minute so uh, I mean yeah and, the, and they're making a sequel to uh, the Angry Birds movie yeah there is and so I mean in regards to like well in regards to all these properties that are out there that you could potentially make movies out of i mean i'm not saying there's not potential but uh, i think there needs to be a, a, a there needs to be a a duty of care i think when it when it comes to this because you end you all you end up doing is basically just making you know very subpar very you know under under you know uh, you know overachieving movies if you think i think that's basically why i would consider trolls at this point i think it's uh this movie uh, alone i think in regards to story in regards to the way it looks in regards to uh um, how this movie is put together. I'm really surprised this... Um, I'm really surprised that we aren't talking about this say, movie the same way that we're talking about, you know, other terribly written movies, really. Yeah, right. and I'm looking up the list right now of, like, animated movies that came out in 2016, and it's a mixed bag. Like, and we have classics now, such as Zootopia, Moana, uh, Kung Fu Panda 3, and Your Name, and such. But then we also had really crappy movies, such as... Um, Ice Age Collision Course and and you know a Sing and Norm of the North Ratchet and Clank. Uh, so we had all these movies that were coming out that um, were pulling in just as much big money as it was just saying like, uh, why even bother? Yeah. Oh, and Spark the a Space Tale, you know, because of course we needed to have a stereotypical movie that had. Um, a Star Wars Ratchet and Clank feel because we wanted more of that. So yeah, it was a mixed bag when it came to animated features. So I'm not surprised that Trolls was able to be make the, that amount of money and get an Oscar nomination, like you said. Because I mean, unless you weren't, unless you were Disney, you know, your chances of being Oscar nominated was like a shot in the dark. And I guess Trolls was like the one of the least awful. I mean, you had The Secret Life of Pets, which I haven't seen yet, but I hear it's like really cute for you know people yeah. who love animals so yeah okay 
So, uh, that was Trolls, and uh, as you probably tell, we probably didn't like it all that much as probably most other people did. No. But, uh, so, um, for those of you who You know not- what, I, I'm, I'm just going to men- mention one more thing. So that person who made the comment about, oh, with the exception of the sequels, it, it goes downhill from here, yeah, I'm feeling it. I am feeling it so much. Well, here's the thing about this, we only got three movies left. So, uh, I mean, after after this, so we got the boss. And we're baby. not getting any better for sure. <laughs> well, yeah, we got the boss baby. We got Casting Underpants, the first epic movie, and How to Train Your Dragon: The Hidden World. Now, this uh, next three weeks are actually going to be very important because uh, uh, we're going to be coming up towards the end of Dream Machine, at least the, for this series. And so, we're going to be doing uh, something very special for the last episode of the show. So, um, for those of you who do not know, um, we at the very end of Pix Mix, we did a top five best and a top five worst uh, uh, Pixar animated movies. And so, we're going to do the same thing for uh, Dream Machine. And so, we're going to do a top five best and a top five worst. Now, this isn't just going to be me and Patricia rating these uh, movies because uh, last time we tried to do this, we ended up actually bringing down the Pixar fans to help to do tiebreakers. So what we're going to do is we're going to bring all of you into it. So um, soon when this episode gets to be posted up, I'm going to be posting up a poll. And uh, so this poll, what will happen is that it will list every single Dream Machine, fi- sorry, DreamWorks film that we've reviewed here on Dream Machine. And also it will include The Boss Baby, Captain Underpants, and How to Drain Your Dragon Hidden World. So um, we're going to list all the movies. We're going to get you all to rate them 1 to 10 in this. And so uh, it's going to be me, uh, Patricia, and it's going to be yourselves who are going to help pick the top five best and the top five worst animated uh, DreamWorks animated films. So, uh, and that goes out right after this episode comes to air. So um, that's uh, our announcement for that. So, uh, coming up next is going to be The Boss Baby, and uh, then after Yay. that, then after that is uh, Captain Underpants, uh, the epic, for the first epic movie, and uh, I'm, I'm looking forward for your thoughts on this. Yeah, I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give everyone some a bit of excitement over this. Um, I've never seen The Boss Baby, and it reminds me of Donald Trump. So that's that's what worries me about this movie. And in regards to Captain Underpants, I sat through this for half an hour and turned it off. So uh, the next two weeks are going to be slightly interesting, to say the least. So, uh, But until then, for me, Aaron. And Patricia. Take care, and bye-bye for now. So long, farewell, Avita saying goodbye. Patricia, stop trolling me.